Welcome back to South Florida Sunday. Sharina with you. And right now I have the pleasure of speaking with Katie, who is from the Southern Florida chapter of the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. Now they have an annual event coming up called Take Steps West Palm Beach. But before we jump into that event, let's learn a little bit more about the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. Good morning, Katie. Thank you for joining me. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Of course, of course. So can you kind of tell me a little bit about uh, who the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation is? Sure, I'd love to. So we are a nonprofit that has been around since 1967. We have 34 chapters around the country. Our national headquarters is is in New York City, and our chapter is here, right here in South Florida, in Boca Raton is our office. Um, The foundation is dedicated to curing Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis, and at the same time, trying to improve the quality of life of the children and the adults who are suffering from these diseases. Yeah, I was going to ask, what is a Crohn's and colitis disease and um, who does it affect? It affects everyone, right? Well, it does, unfortunately. And so Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis are, are part of a, a family of sorts of diseases called inflammatory bowel disease, which we affectionately know as IBD. Uh, it does affect, it can affect the digestive tract from the mouth all the way to the other end. Um, and everybody's the biggest challenge with the disease is that it affects every person just about in a different way. So your Crohn's disease may not look like the person standing next to you's Crohn's disease. And that's another part of the disease, which is really so hard for people is it's, we call it one of the invisible diseases. And that's one of the biggest things that really makes me so sad is someone will say, you know, I'll know the patient is having a terrible time, but they'll say, well, you don't look like you're sick, which makes it that much more challenging for them, especially with work and everything else. And it does affect anyone from, in fact, I just had a phone call with a, with a mom last week whose 18-month-old was just diagnosed, oh, no. and it is not obviously the norm, but it does happen, and then it does, people get diagnosed all the way up into their 80s. So, so is this like a genetic tiny thing? Like, where does it come from? So the, the years of research um, have found that there are some variables. Yes, there there does need to be, in most cases, a genetic predisposition to it. Somewhere in your lineage, it, it may, may not necessarily be to IBD, but to another type of disease like that. Okay. It also has an environmental piece to it, which is the foundation has done a lot of research on, such as stress. Right antibiotic, um, different things in the environment that might might affect it, as well as the microbiome that's the actual bacteria that lives in your gut is different between patients who do have the disease and those who don't. So we know that there's those factors there. Okay. So now I've heard that uh, this is one of those conditions that like so many people go undiagnosed for years because, well, it's, it's just difficult to talk about even with a medical professional, right? 100%. And the symptoms, most of the time can start as something else. So you could have symptoms that could just be a stomach flu that stuck around for a while or Mm. food poisoning or something that can be explained away. So sometimes it takes a really long time for for a, a healthcare provider to recognize that these are symptoms that have really gone on a really long time and need to be addressed. And to your point, a patient may not always be forthcoming with the symptoms they're having because it's really not that comfortable talking about how many times you're using the restroom, right. even to a to a doctor. 
Um, so sometimes they, the, the symptoms are not being shared openly with the healthcare provider, so it makes it that much harder to diagnose. And that's why it's so important that you're spreading awareness and letting people know who are suffering that they're not alone and there's help for them and, you know, they have a team behind them. Exactly right. The nature of the disease itself makes it very isolating because, quite honestly, who are you going to talk to about going to the bathroom right. 10, 15 times a day? And being afraid that you're going to have an accident and not have access to a bathroom, all of those, all of those things make it a very isolating disease, especially for, for those kids who are, who are diagnosed as, as young teens. Imagine right. going through all of your normal teenage angst and then adding the extra special bonus of having a disease like IBD on top of it, which there is no cure for right now. Right, right. And I see that the the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation has broken up into uh, different chapters. Does that allow you to uh, kind of better focus on those in like our specific area? 100%, yes. Our chapter in right here in Southern Florida, we cover the space from Melbourne south and west of there. So it's, it's a big area, but um, we do the best we can to serve all the patients in this area. And it does, it does help us to kind of pinpoint and work with our patients and their families directly. And what kind of programs are you able to offer for those who um, are seeking assistance or information? So we have a great source of information at our website, which is Chrome'sColitisFoundation.org. We have, you know, COVID was a good thing and a bad thing. It, it made us really kind of um, build out our virtual support areas because uh, a lot of times people aren't, A, able to get to an in-person support group or feeling well enough to go to an in-person support group. So we have right. lots of options that are available on our website. We also have um, a, a My IBD Help Center, which is a 800 number that people can call and speak to a representative who can help them with finding resources outside of their area. For example, if you're having insurance issues or you really need access to a doctor who focuses um, on IBD, they can reach out to that, that number as well. Okay. So it is all about support and awareness, basically. 100%, yes. And you have an event coming up to spread awareness. Um, it's called Take Steps at the Ballpark of the Palm Beaches, right? October 28th? Yes, we are super excited about that. It is our walks are really a great opportunity for our families and our supporters and their caregivers to meet other families and in a really fun festival type atmosphere and learn all about the work that we're doing and have a good time at the same time. And you mentioned festival type atmosphere. So what can people who are going to attend the event expect? Camp Oasis is one of our programs that we offer to our kids who have Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis. And it is a sleepaway camp program during the summer, two-week sleepaway camp so that a kid can actually go away and feel like a kid. It's a medical staffed camp. So we have our Camp Oasis tent at the walk where we'll have great camp activities. There'll be a fun activity for the kids to do. We have our Trailblazer tent where we'll have great food. We have Trader Joe's coming and they're doing... They're donating food and water and beverages. We have Home Depot coming, and they're doing um, a craft uh, build a sailboat with the kids. So oh, we have a fun. lot of different things. Yeah, it'll be a fun. It'll be a fun day. Uh, will there be like an honoree at this event? 
Yes, we do. We have our honored hero. Our honored hero is one of our pediatric patients. Her name is Isabella Cavallero, and she is a 16-year-old patient. She's got such a wonderful story, so inspiring, uh, and she'll be our person who will be honored at that event on Saturday, the 28th. Okay, okay. And, and then I saw like on your website you already have teams put together, and uh, they're yep. fundraising. Yes. And obviously, in addition to, just like our mission is twofold, where we're looking to find a cure and offer support at the same time, it is a fundraising event, so we welcome people to come out and form a team, walk as an individual if you'd like, help us raise some money, but it's not 100% necessary. Come on out and, and, and join us and see what we're all about. We would really love people to know who we are, what we do, and that we're here to help and support. Is there an ability for someone else who's like maybe a single walker to join a team? Yes, absolutely. If you go to our, our website, takestepscrohnscolitisfoundation.org, and search for West Palm, you'll see we have, well, let's see, we have 26 teams. You can join one of the existing teams. You can form your own team, or you can walk as an individual as well. Okay, okay. And um, for those who aren't able to maybe attend this event, uh, you have tons of events going on. Um, how could they get more information on that? Sure. Well, the best way to do that is to go to www.cronescolitisfoundation.org and put in Southern Florida in your search bar to find our chapter and our events are all listed right there. We're having a wonderful luncheon um, on December 6th down here in Boca, which we welcome anyone to attend um, where you learn more about what we do and have a silent auction and opportunity to win three fabulous purses. So <laughs> a great event. Yes. Everyone wants a nice Gucci purse, so there you go. <laughs> okay, and one more time, when and where is the Take Steps uh, walk going to be taking place? It is October 28th at 9 a.m. at Ballpark of the Palm Beaches. And how can we get more information on that? You can go to the website, www.cronescolitis.org, or you can call the office here at 561-218-2929, extension 1. Thank you so much, Katie, for spending time with us and letting us know about the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation and what you guys do. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the opportunity.